0: you struggle with sibling rivalry in your home where your kids are just really struggling to get along, which in turn just makes the whole family dynamic feel so tense and stressful. And you've just sort of succumbed to this idea that siblings fight and you try to separate them as much as you can. You try to You know, foster the bond as best as you know how, but still, whatever you end up doing is just not working the way that you planned. If that's you today, I want to bring you encouragement and I want to bring you hope that you are not the only mama that struggles with this, that feels as though it's an uphill battle trying to teach kids how not to be selfish. But in today's episode, I am so excited to just walk you through my personal experience with my kids and what it has been like to try and help them foster this bond. And I feel like we're making progress. And so I wanted to share an update with you. I wanted to share some of my favorite resources in hopes that it will help you on your parenting journey as well. So let's get right into it. Hey, mama, welcome back to the Purpose Gathering Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Freehan, and I'm here for all you mom photographers out there feeling overwhelmed, trying to raise a thriving family and build a profitable business you love. I'm a business and motherhood coach, brand photographer, podcaster, wife, and homeschooling mama saved by grace, so I can totally relate to the never-ending to-do lists Hey mama, welcome back to the show. I am so excited to be here with you today with a brand new episode. I know that I have been sprinkling in some repeat episodes over the past several weeks as I have been so busy creating the Efficient Mom Photographer program. I am so excited to say that I have completed building out the program. And I just I'm so excited to start talking about it more and really putting it out there into the world. I do have so many mamas that are um, going through the program right now and finishing up and I am just so excited for them that they are ready to launch on this new journey of knowing how to organize their photography business all the way from you know, prioritizing themselves to really taking control of their calendar and learning how to implement systems in every area of their business. So it has just been such an incredible wild ride, but I am so excited to like think about new things, right? Because when you are immersed in a project, it definitely takes a lot of your time and energy. And so I'm ready to pour back into the podcast. I actually am going to be rebranding this podcast. So this is the first announcement that you will be hearing. I'm going to be changing the name of the podcast, not doing anything crazy. I'm not shifting anything about the podcast except for the name and the podcast art so that it makes more sense and that people realize and understand what this show is all about and who it serves. So I cannot wait to share that with you coming up uh, beginning mid-October. I have another really special announcement that I want to share with you before I hop into today's episode. But if you have ever attended one of our virtual hangouts, it is solely online. We host it on Zoom and I pick one of my most popular podcast episodes and I lead a kind of deep dive really roundtable conversation that goes deeper into the podcast topic. So the podcast episode that I have selected is all about relationship marketing and really how to book your calendar by creating really personal, authentic relationships. And so I'm really excited about this. I would love to have you join us. It's a totally free event happening on Wednesday, September 13th at 11 a.m. Arizona time. So I will have the link in the show notes for you to sign up, but you can also head to slash hangout And in case that you're listening to this at a later time and you're wondering when the next hangout is, you are free to join our Facebook community, which is called The Organized Mom Photographer, and I'll link that below as well and you will always be the first to hear about when I host future hangouts. So come hang out with us meet me i will have my camera on i hope all of you will join me in having your camera on because it is so much fun to be able to see each other and i get to meet so many of you amazing mamas over there so please come join us okay so let's hop in to how we can really encourage sibling bonding with our kiddos This is something that I feel like is a topic I am so passionate about because it affects so much of our life, especially those of us who have young kids at home or kids at home in general, maybe you homeschool, or even if your kids are in school and you, you know, finally arrived where you were like, all of my kids are finally in school, like I've got this... You still have sibling rivalry to deal with on the nights and weekends, right? Or whenever they're home. And it just feels like it adds this layer of chaos. And wouldn't your family dynamic just be so much better if everyone got along? I mean, that sounds like a dream come true, right? But I want to bring you encouragement today that your dream reality can be true. It does take time. I want you to think about the most important things in your family. And I think you would say it is the people in your family, right? It's probably not like your nice couch or, you know, the beautiful family pictures that you got. Those are nice. But I would say that you would probably say the most important are the people in your home, right? And so... Why do we not pour as much time and energy and attention into learning about how to create a incredible family dynamic, right? Like, why do we waste all this time scrolling Instagram or looking at TikTok or whatever is your, like, you know, jam? I love YouTube videos. Why Why is it that we focus so much time on those things, but when it comes to the things that matter the most in our life, we're like, oh, this is too hard. I'm out. So I really want to encourage you to dig deeper. If you are struggling in this area, find resources. Go all in on this. I know that I have, and I want to go even deeper. I have the absolute privilege of homeschooling my kiddos, And one of the great privileges that comes with that is that we are home all the time together. And you might be like, wow, that's a privilege. Yes, because I actually get to see how my kids behave together. I get to see the problem areas, right? And I'm sure that you, when you are with your kids, you see the same thing. But the cool thing is I have a lot of time to really dive into this. And you might not have as much time. So you might be hearing this being like, well, cool, Ash, that's great for you. But like, I don't have that luxury. And so if time is not on your side, I get it. I totally get it. I lead a really busy life too. So it's not like I have all day to focus on this kind of stuff but I have prioritized it over math and over reading and over other things because I know that my kids will learn what they need to learn. But when it comes to relationships, this is something that is going to change the trajectory of their life. I also am a really firm believer that if my kids have a strong relationship with God, they also are going to thrive in life. And so I really focus on those two main things. Yes, we do all the other, well, not all of them, (laughs) but yes, we do other subjects. I am still in year three. We just started year three of homeschooling and I am still like dabbling in how to add in science and history um, and a little bit of writing because right now we are focusing almost on like the just bare bones um, core pieces of the curriculum. But that was a total side note. But I just want you to know that Whatever is the most important in your life, that's what you need to go all in on. And let the other things fall to the side, right? So maybe, you know, you your house is a mess, but you can work on this first if your family dynamic is just feeling stressful. So the very first thing that I want you to focus on is you. Because believe it or not, we as the mama we as parents in general, we play a huge, and I want to emphasize, absolutely huge role in why our kids argue and fight with each other. So let me kind of break down and explain what I mean. Our kids are looking for this feeling and sense of belonging. And if they feel like it's threatened in any way, or they feel like someone is loved by their parents in any way, like it is actual human nature to try to pull that other person down, right? And our kids' brains are not fully developed until they're 25 years old. And so it's really important that we embrace and remember this. And so our kids are literally fighting each other for the top like spot in our family, right? They want to know that they are our favorites. They want to know that they are making us proud. And without making this such a long episode, there are so many things that is important in building your relationship dynamic with each of your kiddos 101. And and so I really want to emphasize that as well, that it's really important that your kids know that they are loved and taken care of outside of the rest of the pack, right? Like keeping that separate, like um, sacred, that's the word I'm looking for. Keeping that separate and sacred time to spend with each of your kiddos one-on-one is going to be huge. So that's the first step is really understanding that you play a huge role in this dynamic And so one thing that I recommend is never pitting your, your, your kids against each other. So I know that a lot of parents mean well, but like sometimes they will say things like, Hey guys, let's see who can brush their teeth the fastest, you know, who can make it down first. And we think it's all fun and games and we want to speed the process up of getting the teeth brushed. And maybe that happens. But there's always somebody that wins, and there's always somebody that loses. And what that does is it pits your kids against each other. And now they see each other as competition. They already see their sibling as competition naturally. So we need to stop pitting them against each other in other circumstances. We try so hard in our family to teach our kids that when we play games, we play games for fun. And when we go out and we play sports, like we play sports for fun, and we play sports to win. But when we are at home, we just play for fun. Because it is not fun when someone wins and they brag about it, or when someone loses and they throw the game board up in the air, or they, you know, stomp away and slam a chair down on the ground or whatever the case is. Like, that's not fun. And that's not the kind of family that I want My kids being raised in, and I know that some of you might disagree with this and be like, well, they have to learn how to lose. And I am not saying that we like never have a winner and a loser, but I am saying that our focus is teaching our kids that we play for fun, that we are not playing to win because we're not playing to win anything. You know what I mean? Like at our house, we're not playing for money. We're not playing for bragging rights. Like we don't do that in our house. As our kids get older, they will naturally become more able to handle losing. So I'm just putting that out there. I mean, you you can disagree with me on this, but I 100% believe that, you know, we have to teach our kids to win well and lose well, but we do not like make a huge deal when we win, right? Like, so I'm just, I'm just going to leave that at that. And then next is we do not say things about our kids that would put one higher than the other. So for example, like if one of our kiddos is having a really hard time sitting quietly at dinner or maybe even just sitting at dinner and the other one is, we're not going to say like, oh, your brother is sitting so quietly. Why can't you sit like this? Right? Or even... Even this, like I was a teacher and they always said to like praise one of the students because it'll make all the other students be like, ooh, she called him out for doing something great. Like I want to do that too. I do not like to do this at home because again, if you are complimenting one of your kids and being like, and, and I'm not saying don't compliment your kids. I'm saying if you're going to compliment your kid because you want the other kid to shape up don't do that. Like that is putting the other kid on a pedestal and then your other one knows. They are so smart. They know that you're saying like, great job sitting at the table. Thank you so much for sitting quietly. They know that you're saying that because they're not. So just address the child that needs addressing and talk to them without involving the other child. So, I feel like we could go so much more into detail about this, but this is scratching the surface. So if you're struggling with this, I encourage you to, to really dive deeper on how you play such an important role in, in being mom and in, in not pitting your kiddos against each other. Okay, so the second thing that I want to talk about is really educating your kiddos. So this is really important because I think a lot of times we think that our words are enough, like hey, play nice with your brother, don't hit your brother, like, how many times do I have to tell you this is not the family rule? Like, just us barking at our kiddos, especially in the heat of the moment when they're dysregulated, is not helping. It is not educating. So what we need to do as parents is we need to wait until everybody is neutral. Everybody is regulated. And if I've, I've mentioned this book before, but if you haven't read The Whole Brain Child yet by Daniel Siegel, that is an incredible book. I reference it a lot. It is so it's where I learned the idea of regulation and how you need to be regulated in order for not only you to be able to like speak clearly to your kids, but for your brain to actually be able to receive and do something with the information. So if your kiddos are in the middle of an argument, anything that you say is not going to be taken well. <laughs> Let me just put it that way. Even if you're trying to say something uh, encouraging, everything you say is just going to be like a hostile threat. So when in doubt, <laughs> when everybody is in chaos, the first thing that you have to do is, is to teach them regulation or is to regulate them, obviously don't teach them in the middle. But the first step really outside of chaos is to teach regulation skills. So that's what this education piece is, really teaching them calming strategies, teaching them relationship dynamics, teaching them what it means to be a good sibling. So I have this incredible resource that I purchased. It's called the Sibling Survival Guide. And it is so great. Um, I'm going to totally butcher her last name, I think. But her name is Dawn Hubner. I think is how you pronounce it. I'll link it below. Um, but it is so good. And we read it. Uh, we read about two chapters twice a week. Um, but I would really recommend reading this with your kiddos and we are reading it again because it was so insightful. I learned so much in it and I know so much already about parenting, but it is written for kids. And so when you read it to them, it just makes so much sense. And I'm going to open it up right now so I can read you a couple of the like chapters. So it says, um, brothers and sisters can be tough. The secret to seeing differently Rewarding the Good Stuff, Don't Take the Bait, Another Way to Ignore with a Twist, Dogs Don't Do Dishes, Dealing with Feelings, Solving Problems Like People, Fair and Equal, It's Between You and Your Siblings, The Good News About Siblings. So it is so good. I loved this book. It actually compares your sibling to a dog, which sounds so funny, but it's so true because dogs need a lot of training, just like siblings need a lot of training. And we need to be able to see from their perspective. It's just, it's funny. There's lots of pictures in it. Um, It's great. I highly recommend it. So the next one that I wanted to share with you is, let me grab it. It's in my pile here is called What to Do When It's Not Fair, A Guide, A Kid's Guide to Handling Envy and Jealousy. So this one we haven't started yet, um, but this is a a cool workbook as well. And again, doing this when you are regulated and when your kids are regulated is going to be so helpful. So I have done One of these books with one of my kiddos, we are working through the OCD one, but there is like ones about um, temper and um, dread in bed, like overcoming sleep problems, bad habits, kids who worry, or if they're shy, or if they have separation anxiety, Um, there's... So many of these different books. It's by Imagination Press. That's the name of the publisher. Um, It's so helpful. So these are the kinds of things that I'm talking about: is making it a fun experience for your kids to learn about how to handle conflict, how to handle emotions. So I don't know if you loved playing school when you were little, but I know that I did, and I thought it was so fun. And like. Just step into that like childlike role and play school with your kids. Let them know like, hey, I found this really cool book and I've been noticing that you guys are really struggling when things are not fair. And so really, I would love to like dive into this with you. Let's color pictures in here. Like, you know, grab some crayons. We're going to both like we're going to just draw all over this book together because that's really what it is. It's like a workbook and there's cool pictures in here and different places that you can journal and write your answers in here. So it's so fun. I just highly recommend it. And never stop learning and teaching with your kids. Like that's one thing that I can't emphasize enough and that I have loved about homeschool is that it really is reminding me that we have the power. Like we have the ability to teach our kids amazing, wonderful things. And so, another book that I want to recommend to you guys is called The Seven Habits of Happy Kids. And it's by the same author who wrote The Seven Habits for Highly Effective People. And it is beautiful. Like, the way that they have laid this out, and, you know, the pictures, the stories, at the end of each, um, little story. They have a parent's corner. Um, It talks about like discussion questions and like action steps that you can take. So I just think this is so fun. This is such a great way to encourage your children to like, be good people. But also like, we talk about this a lot when our kids are like arguing and stuff. And I'll be like, Hey, remember, like, we need to make this a win win situation, which is one of the habits think win win. One of the other habits is to begin with the end in mind. Another one is putting first things first. So like getting all of the most important things done first and then having time for the extras after. So these are just a few of my like absolute favorite resources. But you can find so many and I encourage you to grab a few and just get started. So the next thing that I want to talk about is once you've educated your kiddos, it's really time to practice and put like some role playing into action. And if you just go onto Pinterest and you type in like how to role play conflict resolution, it will come up with so many incredible like resources for you. So I definitely recommend checking out over there. But I I think it's really important that you allow your kids to bring to the table some issues that they have been experiencing. Or maybe you can bring them up too and just say like, Hey, I want everybody to write down on a piece of paper, or I want everybody to tell me one thing that they've noticed that has caused conflict with, you know, with your sibling. And this will just be, and, and you know, it might bring up some really tense emotions and it might cause a fight. So if that happens, then you're just gonna calm down, regulate, move on maybe to something else, redirect and come back. But the idea is to help your kids really become aware of what's happening in the household. And then you can brainstorm solutions together of what are some things that you can do. And that sibling survival guidebook actually has Lots of discussion questions and like little worksheets or like little um, diagrams that you that it kind of walks them through. So, like, don't take the bait chapter is talking about you know when your sibling is trying to get a rise out of you and you can actually ignore what you don't like to make it happen less, right? And then it says, like, what can you do? When this situation arises and it says, What's an indoor activity you can do? and then can jot it down. What's an outdoor activity? What's something you can do in your head? And so this really helps your kiddos. And I haven't done this yet, but I really want to like transcribe and take out the main components of this book and like turn it into a visual where I can redirect my kids and be like, Hey, I see that, you know, emotions are getting heated, what's the next step, and really help guide them and walk them through. Because the thing is, if we continue to jump in and take sides with what's happening, because mostly that's what happens, right? It's like, there's a disagreement, we get involved, and we're like, what did you do now? Why are you crying? What did you, you know, what happened? Like, we just automatically go into the situation looking for the culprit of like, who started this? What happened? Like, I just want to make this crying, screaming, fighting stop as soon as possible. And what we're doing is we're just heightening all the emotions. We're just making everybody you know flip their lid is what Daniel Siegel refers it, to it as it, when we dis, we are dysregulated and basically like all of the normal um processing pieces of our brain just go away. And our amygdala fires, and that's your fight or flight. And then everybody's in pure chaos. And then your kids are probably getting more emotional and more angry because they're like, you always think it's me, right? Or you always take his side. You hear stuff like that all the time. And so if we can go into the situation really even, you know, really calm, really neutral, hey, guys, I hear that there's something going on. What, what have you guys done to remedy this yet? Have you gone and taken some space to cool off? Have you taken deep breaths? Have you tried to move your body yet? Are, are you thinking positively? In that sibling survival guide, there are three things that she talks about doing to regulate. It's moving your body. It's taking deep breaths and it's positive mindset, right? Like what are the stories that you're telling yourself? because if you're looking at your brother or your sister and you're fuming and you're saying all these negative mean things about them then of course you're going to stay mad. But if you can just take a deep breath and you can start to say, you know what? She's probably upset too because of this, right? Or seeing it from her perspective or his perspective really helps bring down I like to say turn down the shark music, right? Like the jaws shark music, you know, that you hear that movie is not scary. That scene is not as scary without the music. And so, if we can turn down that shark music, if we can get our kiddos to learn how to regulate and bring down the heightened awareness, right? They're not being chased by an animal, although their sibling probably sometimes does <laughs> feel like an animal to them. How can we get everybody calm first so that we can come up with a solution? One thing that I really like to remind my kids is I'm like, you guys, the longer that we take, to sort through this, the less free time you guys are gonna have, right? So, like, don't you wanna get back to having fun? Is it cool if we just hit rewind and we go back to, you know, before this happened? Because sometimes that's as simple as it takes. That's, you know, we can just say, like, hey, let's just quickly rewind because we all said some things we shouldn't have said. We all did some things we shouldn't have done. Like, are you guys cool with a rewind? And most of the time, the kids are like, yeah you know what, that did get out of hand, that escalated pretty quickly, like, can we just start over? Because who wants to waste their day fighting, right? But your kids will fight if they think that their, like, high place in your life is is at, in jeopardy, you know, the highest place in your life and <laughs> they want to be your pride and joy. And if someone else is competing for that spot because you're making them feel like they have to compete for it, then there's just, there's no sense in rewinding, right? Because they're like, no, I need to prove that I'm the best. So I hope that that helps. And then finally, the most important piece of this is to facilitate sibling time. And this is, again, when everything is calm and chill, I want you to facilitate this time with your kids where they get to spend with each other. And it's sacred. It's special. My husband and I, we have time at the end of the night when both of my kids are not sleeping, but they're in bed. We put them to bed early because we want to have time together. And we tell them like, hey, this is mommy and daddy's time to connect. Just like you and Jaden have time to connect. It's so important for a relationship. Because if your kids do not have this time that they connect, they are constantly going to be at each other's throats because they do not understand each other. But the more that you immerse yourself with other people, and the more that you hear their perspective, you start to understand, oh, they're not really a mean person. They just get upset with this, or this really triggers them, or this really hurts their feelings when I say this. These are the kinds of things, these are the dots that you want your kids to start connecting And in the next episode, I really want to dig deep into what are some of those things that you can have your siblings do together? Because I know that a lot of times we kind of get stuck with that. We're like, well, what do they do during this time? Because my kids play together all the time, right? But it's different. It's different than just like, go play together. This is like sacred time. This is sibling time. And so yes, they can be playing together, but it's something that they both want to do. And maybe there's compromise that's happening. And my kids do still fight during sibling time, but I'm still able to go up there and just be like, hey, guys, Do you want to fight the entire sibling time or is there something that you can work out as a compromise, right? And sometimes they decide that they just need a break and they're going to come back and do it later. And that's okay, right? That is a conflict resolution skill, knowing when to walk away and cool off. So I hope that you have found value in today's episode. I love talking about parenting and sibling bonding because I just feel like, I am not okay with this idea that siblings just fight. I really, one thing that really frustrates at me is like TV shows, they feed this to our kids because the sibling dynamic is always, you know, bickering and fighting and playing tricks and stuff on each other. And I'm just like, no, no we do not do that. I tell my kids, if you try to get any ideas from these TV shows, like we won't watch them anymore because it just makes me like so upset that they're feeding our kids more and more of these lies that siblings are supposed to fight and I'm just not having it. So I hope that this was helpful for you. I'm super excited about the next episode um, where I will be talking about how to facilitate that sibling time and what that looks like and some ideas for you you. That'll be out in two weeks. I've decided until I do my relaunch of the podcast that I'm going to be putting out bi-weekly episodes just to kind of give me a little bit more of a buffer as I'm building up some new things behind the scenes. But I am so happy to have you here. I love hanging out with you every week. If you're interested, and don't forget to sign up for our hangout coming up on September 13th. And as always, Mama, I am here rooting for you, and you are not alone on this journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Purpose Gathering podcast. As we end our time together, remember that you were created for more. You can do hard things, and life is about more than just surviving. So go out there and live your life with confidence and courage. To become a part of our free online community and connect with like-minded mom photographers, head on over to the purposegathering.com mamas. I'm so proud of you for listening and investing in your future. Together, let's link arms and make a lasting positive impact on our families and communities. You've got this girl, and I can't wait until next time.